passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Tyler Ferguson, and with Reed Bacon. We are in his home again. It is after spring practice. This is the defensive breakdown. We go by each position group, talk about specific guys that we'd like to see, and what those groups are going to look like in the fall, uh, how we see it playing out, and, you know, just shout out to the entire turnaround that Josh Heupel has done with this team. It is absolutely insane. So another great podcast. Let's jump into it. By the game. Snap. The kick is in the air and the kick this time is no sir. Reed. No sir. Reed. Final score. Tennessee 20. Florida 17. Pandemonium reigns. Loads up. Fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught on Tennessee. Tennessee by Tennessee. Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. Down at the 35, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt. Touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, shout out our number one sponsor, as always, betonline.ag. Listen, if you're wanting to make anything exciting, you got to bet on it. It makes it so much better. Um, Even if you're following a team that you're not necessarily a fan of, you put some money down, that thing gets very exciting. You're really watching that game. Um, bet online is that place to do it. It's got all the news, the stats, the scores, the odds, everything you could think of. They cover every sport too: football, basketball, boxing, golf, everything you could think of. That is the place to go. So when you head over, check out their new uh, mobile site, uh, their new website. And when you sign up, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus if you use the code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V when you sign up. So 50% welcome bonus. That's awesome. 50% on your first deposit. That's amazing. Um, So before you watch any games, before you enjoy any sports, head on over to BetOnline, put some money down on it, make it exciting. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. 
get fired up, Andy. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I, this is coming out a week later, so hopefully everyone already listened to the offensive one. So we're not going to reiterate a ton of stuff, but great day at practice again. Yes, all that stuff. So um, defense. I, first off, defensive line is probably the one spot where we still need to get a little bit of depth. Yeah, I mean, losing Matthew Butler just sucks. I know, Matthew's Matthew's one of those guys that will definitely be one of my favorite Vols. But um, just to kind of highlight, so defensive line, we probably still need some depth. Linebackers, no offense to those guys, like we still need some some blue-chip dogs. Mm -hmm. Defensive backs, I feel like, is – a defensive back is is loaded with depth in my in my yes. in my opinion yeah, yeah, in my opinion. opinion now are they all going to be are we going to have anybody that's going to step out to be a dog and a playmaker and or just are we just going to have a bunch of like pretty good players which which is fine like you can still win football games with a bunch of pretty good players yeah but um anyway so to start with defensive line it looked like to me the ones were uh Byron Young Amari Amari Tom, uh Thomas, um, and then Elijah. I saw Elijah, Elijah and, and, and Dejon Terry. They're 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 rotating. Yeah, bit. yeah, and then you would have, uh, um, or uh, Tyler Barron. Tyler Barron. And 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 Roman Harrison was rotated in a good amount, but I'm gonna tell you right now, like Amari Thomas had it has a chance to be special and Incredible. I'm talking and I'm talking about him first because he's one of those guys that up and comer like Byron Young. He actually looks bigger this year. He looks bigger. He looks thicker. Like he's a he's a blue chip guy. Like he's a stud. He's a dog. Like we know what he is. We know what he can be. If he stays healthy, he's gonna have a really good year for us. Get a chance in the league. He's a he's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um Tyler Barron looked good plays well. Um, I would have liked to have seen him in one-on-ones because I would have liked to see how I felt like, is he a little bit quicker this year? Like, yeah. is he, is he, is he playing with heavier hands? Like mm-hmm. what's the case? But Elijah, Elijah looked really good. He has lost weight. He's still a monster mammoth of a man, but it looks yes. like, it looks like he's lost some of that. He definitely has lost some of that baby fat, Correct. as you would say, Correct. Like, like really getting off that stuff that you don't need. And he still just looks so thick, man. And I don't know if it's like his uniform or something. Like he just looks like he's about to pop out of his uniform. Yeah. But he he looked thinner in the stomach. Yes. Right. Because his, his face even looked a little bit better. Yeah, his face even looked a little bit thinner. So it's like kudos to him. Yes. For losing that weight. Yes. He needed to. It was gonna make him a better player. Yes. And but he got hyped. Yeah. He had a nice little like third, fourth down stop on a I think it might have been fourth down. It was like a four-minute drill they were doing. Yeah. He had a nice little stop on there. Yeah, it was and, it was funny because with it being a scrimmage today, like t- the, the sides were getting hype. You know, yeah. so offense was getting hype, um, defense was getting hype. But yeah, it was funny. Elijah made that tackle, and dude was getting fired up. I mean, he's like, "Let's go!" He's like, "Come on now!" He he wasn't just like a "Let's go" yeah, and no, went back like the it, whole defense surrounded him. Yeah, too. like they they they, let, they were yeah. loving it. I think, kinda, I think it's almost like everyone else on the defense is rooting for Elijah. They right. want him to be yeah. a great player. And the fact that he hasn't lived up or hasn't been the guy yet. Which is fine. Which he's is still, fine. He's still young. I didn't start till three years into it. Like, right. it, like you just got to figure out your thing. And they want him to be successful. Like, they want him 
to be very good and help them. Like linebackers love defensive linemen. No, you know, absolutely. It makes absolutely. your job a lot absolutely. easier. Absolutely. And DBs, DBs love defense line too because yeah. the quicker that ball's coming out, the quicker chance I got to get a pick. But um, no, he he yeah, it was a great play. He, he, everyone got fired up. Um, so th- those those four plus Dejon Terry, I, I I'm not gonna be surprised if DT Dejon Terry starts over Elijah. Yeah, and him and, and him and Amari, you know. But but those three are gonna be pretty good. Like I said, Roman Harris. I mean, Dejon is a transfer. He's older than Elijah. Yeah, correct. So like, correct. And he played a, he played a good amount last year, and he played had some good plays. Yeah. Um, Byron Eason, like I didn't necessarily get to see a ton of him today, but dude is a good looking kid, like good thick kid. Dude, uh, freaking Roman Harrison just looks yeah Roman Roman looks good good dude. yeah like his body type I, I we saw him walk by after practice I was yeah. like yes like that that's just rocked up yeah buddy yeah uh two freshmen uh that everyone wants to hear about so Jordan Phillips and um Tyree West yep both were running together with the threes um which it, it doesn't matter like in the SEC you're gonna rotate guys they both look good. They both look like good size. They both move well. Like I was, I was impressed with both of them. Those are two guys I really wanted to watch one on ones. Mm-hmm. Hopefully in fall camp we will yeah. see one on ones. Um, try not to go to a scrimmage. Yeah, try not to go to a scrimmage so we can go to natural practice. Um, but but they they looked good. I was I was very happy with what they saw. I can't sit here and tell you like I saw one of them do this amazing thing, one of them do that amazing thing, but just. They played well. They they had good hands. Like mm-hmm. they seemed like they had pretty good feet, moved well. But what I care most about is like, as we're still growing this this program, could they potentially help us next year? Yeah. At least from what I saw today, yes. Yeah. You know, just because they're they're physically there, but that's still the number one group where we're still going to need some bodies. Um, because we do rotate, you know, so much. Yeah, the 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 two groups that are rotating is D line and wide receivers. Yes, like that's where you need most of your depth because you're rotating all the time throughout the game. Correct, correct. Um, I'm trying to think of else anything else. D line, poor guys had to Rodney Garner, man. Again, Kyler, Kyler, Kyler was like, golly, they're having to do up downs again, and then like 10 minutes goes by, and they're still, <laughs> still doing up downs. Like we had, we had moved from this part of the field all the way to this part of the field by kind of about to leave. Like, once again, receivers and DBs are catching balls. Uh, people are meeting and talking with their parents. They, they've they already met with their position coaches. They're in line to get ice cream and food and tag them, freaking D-line down there just working their ass off. Know, hey, man. Kyler, you crack me up. You go, so yeah, we, we both like, man, we feel so bad. And Kyle's like, man, I hope he lets up on these guys. I don't need them transferring <laughs> out. Seriously. Yeah. I like – I love Rodney Garner. I think he's done a great job coaching. I think he's one of the reasons that some of the defensive linemen like Matthew Butler have had that breakout season like last year and done so well. And he's been coaching for 30-plus years. Like, it shows in his resume. Absolutely. But, buddy, like, (laughs) you're killing these guys. Just yelling up all the time, and then they got to do up-downs after every practice. And guess what? They practiced – a full practice yesterday. 
This was their second practice and happened to be a scrimmage. And then everyone else is going to the food trucks that they have out there and they're getting ice cream and their Gatorades and wide receivers are catching the tennis balls and D lines over there. Five, six, six, doing up downs. Like I would be pissed, mm. pissed, mm. but I mean, at the end of the day, he's doing it because somebody messed up, somebody jumped off sides. There was a penalty. Like, yeah, he's, I mean, you can see why they're having to do that. Correct. Correct. Um, <laughs> linebackers, very status quo again because of. Yeah, and, and someone even asked us, like, who's going to jump out, like, besides a, a, a Banks? And nobody really jumped out, I would say. No, I mean it's you still got you still got Beasley, you still got Solomon Page, you still got uh, like I said Jeremy Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see Juwan Mitchell practicing today. Uh, he is on the roster because we were talking about him today at lunch. So I forgive me, you guys may know better than I. He may be injured right now. He might not be coming back. Still yet. recovering. Covered, from ACL right, or... right, right. So, oh wait, he was an ACL. That's what I'm pretty sure. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. it's ACL. Yes. Oh, no wonder he wasn't there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apologies for my being an idiot. Uh, I forgot about that. No but anyway, kidding. so he's – yeah, so he's still on the roster. So we'll see if he, you know, continues to come back. Um, one guy that I can give you all that did stick out to me because I was, like, watching. I was like, who, who, who is this? And so I pulled up my phone and looked. Yeah. Was – Elijah Herring. Oh yeah. Okay. Cause I told you about him and like, uh-huh. they had him kind of splitting the difference. He was, so he's playing, you know, whether we, we really just run like a two quarterback, I mean, a two linebacker. Two linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he had split out and I was like, looks like a good size kid. Looks like a good athlete. Like he moved better than I was expecting from when we both knocked him, mm-hmm. you know, like on when we knocked him, when we were talking about all the recruits. Yeah. And so look good. Like I said, I was, I was happy with him. I thought he was a good-sized kid. He looks mature already. Um, Look how he handles business. I still love P.A. Garland. I still love his swag. Like, that's my guy. I I don't see him maybe really getting PT this year, maybe next year. But I love how he, like, I just just love how he plays the game. Yeah. You know, um, I will say someone else that that did pop out a little bit was was Aaron Willis. Yeah. So, Aaron's a small guy. Um, or a smaller guy. Yeah, but, especially when, like, you see the D-line offensive line next to him. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a smaller yeah, guy. Like, he is a, he's a smaller guy, but, like, when I started learning about him last year, I went back and did, like, a deep dive. I'm like, this guy's a four-star? I was like, this guy had this many offers? Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people wanted him. And then I would go back and watch his highlights, and I'm like, yeah, dude does bring the pop. Like, dude does bring the swag. Like, he's just one of those guys that, like, he just – he makes plays. And so, today, he, like, made some nice plays. Like, he he does a good job of not getting caught up in traffic, or at least he did today. Made some good plays, made some good tackles. Um, so, like I said, it's going to be very status quo with that linebacker. Um, and like I have said so many times, and you guys are tired of hearing, like, I still want these bigger blue-chip backers. But, like, we're, we – we should be okay at that position yes. next year. And I, 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 I want, I want difference makers, mm-hmm. but I think we're just going to be probably okay again. And there's going to be some games where they play well, and there's going to be some games where they get exposed, where they're not getting off blocks, mm-hmm. where they miss open field tackles or whatever, because they're just limited. Yeah. Um. But 
but yeah, I mean, so Elijah Herring stood out to me. Um, like I said, Aaron Will stood out a little bit, but you know, very status quo. Yeah, and I think it's I don't know, it's still just like such a struggle with how good our offense can be and how bad that sets up the defense in certain situations where I'm almost like, y'all just just hold. Just just hold. Just die slow. Like that's Seriously. Anton Davis used to be VFL coordinator when I was there. He was an offensive lineman for us back in the day. Amazing player. Played in the NFL for 10-plus years. Great guy. He told me a story because uh, he played with the Eagles going against Reggie. Reggie. And he said, listen, you don't win against Reggie. You die slow. You right. die as slow as you can. Right. You're not going to win the rep. Right. <laughs> so I – I remember dying laughing when he told me that. I was like, it makes sense. So this defense just needs to die slow. Yeah. This needs to bend, be- but don't break. Just exactly. make make a play here and there when you need it. Exactly. We um, just need some turnovers every now and then. You know, let them have a 10-play drive, but get a field goal out of it. Correct. Um, my guy that I was very fired up about when we were doing the recruiting pod and then I didn't even know about him until I saw that he transferred to Nebraska was Jackson Hanna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did want to notice him Your today. white linebacker, baby. Yeah, so he didn't I, – I, he practiced, but I didn't really see much out of him yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just he's still learning the defense. Like I said, there's kind of that log jam at linebacker. And there's guys who have been there for a that, while. That's why I said that's him. my point. Yeah. That's my point. Like the log jam, there's just some guys that are there that are good. He – Looks good. He did not look as big as I thought he was. Did you get a good walk by? I got a good walk by. He likes to walk by. I I have to walk by (laughs) because I want to get a feel when I'm standing next to these guys. And so I saw him and I was like, okay. And then I told Kyle we were about to leave. I was like, oh, there's there's Jackson Hanna. Like, I want to go by him again and get a go walk by and see him. So I walk by and like size him up. Like good size kid, but unfortunately he wasn't as big as I was hoping. Yes. Like I like and he looks fine. Like I'm not saying he's not gonna be a good player. I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily see him if 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 we go to fall and he's balling out and playing, mm-hmm. that's a good thing because that means he's a dog and he's unseating one of these guys. Yeah, the only the only my issue in like just viewing him is like I don't view him as uh Shane Revez. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like or when Nick. Shane when Shane and Nick were here, yeah. and there's just like thick. Correct. White offensive lineman who just bring the damn wood and would hit the hell out of you. Right. He doesn't look like that to me. He looks like a Colton jumper. Right. And that's where I'm like, I don't know if this guy's going to see the field. Right. That that's what worries me now. Could be completely different. He could get practices under his belt. He's bigger. He's bigger than Colton, but I get what you mean. He's thicker than Colton. He has more of a body type of a Colton compared to like a Nick or a Shane. Yes. Yes. And, And that that's, I mean, that is, that's the eye test. That's what you first do when you first introduce to any person in your life. Right. It's just like, what's the eye test? Can what's I, the... can I take this guy? <laughs> yeah. As guys, that's what you're doing. Like, can I take this guy? And I, and 99, equate, 99% and I, of the time I say yes. And every time. I equate it to football. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't even look at it as like, can I fight this guy? I'm like, I wonder if I could beat him in a one-on-one. Yeah. Like. That's did what you, I think of in my head. Did you and, hear that? I said 99% of the time <laughs> I just said, yes, I can. Yeah. Of course. You know who's the 1%? Everybody watching. You? Yes. No, I can take you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funny watching Kyler just, like, walk around our ha- house last night. Like, when Annie first saw him, she was not pumped. She's like, 
why is this grizzly bear in our home? <laughs> you know, watching Kyler sleep in the bed this morning, I like walked in there and I was like, she's just like this, like I said, this grizzly bear just rolling around in our spare bedroom. <laughs> Not sure why everyone thinks that big is funny, but it, it always gets a laugh. It's funny, bro. It's I, I got, a buddy, I I just, got a, another buddy from high school. Every time he sees me, he asks me to hold something in, in my hand. Really? He'll be like, hey, hold this, hold this can. And I'll hold it. He'd be like, dude, that's ridiculous. Like yeah. your hand is so I'm just walking by this morning and you're like in your boxers. And I just like, you showered up here. I showered downstairs and I'm like walking by in my town. And you're like in your boxers, like brushing your teeth and stuff. And I just look in there and just giggle. <laughs> this is what I was thinking. I'm glad it's amusing. This is, this is what's so funny. Is like in my daydreaming read weirdness of like, I'm like, right, listen, I'm so thankful and happy, but it's fun to daydream every once in a while. Like I'm not, yeah. I've listened, I'm not a jealous person, I'm not an envious person. I'm so blessed and so fortunate, so lucky. And, and so I thank the Lord for that. But like, I'm like, it would been like, I'm like, you know, my ideal height, I would have, or my ideal size, like I've always said on here, like six, three, six, four, <laughs> like two fifty. you know, I want to play linebacker or edge rusher in the NFL. And then I was thinking today, it hit me. I was like, Kyler really is. Like the size that I want to be, you're you're about 15 pounds heavier than, yeah. than I would want to be. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I just like that's like that's how I want to do life that size. And so it was funny. We were coming back today to the house to record the pod. I was like, I would love for us to have <laughs> the recruiting. No, yeah, yeah, but I wish <laughs> I wish we could get a key to the facility. Everyone's gone. Like no one, no one's there. And it's just me and you. And we get the jerseys, and I can just like I could put ads. Pads, helmet, helmet everything. everything. I'm talking like the full uni. So I could see what I look like now in a full uniform. Yeah. But that I could also dress Kyler. And I was telling him. <laughs> dress me. And I was telling him I would put him in probably like number eight or like number like 85. Because it's like I'm your action figure. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, let's put this number on him. So I would want you at eight because I'd want to see you like it. And I would like have the tight end. Like I would want to see you like, like have you run routes. Like, have you come off blocking, like, swag you out? And then I would want to see you, like, as a stand-up outside linebacker. <laughs> and just, like, because you've changed so much. So, it's just, it was just so funny thinking about that. I know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot. I'm a lot different of a person. I love – I it's, like, a fun thing for me to show people an old picture. I have this one picture that I show people that I tweeted out the Buddha belly, the Buddha belly yeah. that I'll show people be like, yeah, I used to play football. They're like, Oh yeah. I was like, I was a lot heavier too. They're yeah. like, really? Yeah. And I show them that picture and they freaking lose it. And I'll put it in the YouTube, but like, yeah, you showed it's, it's like a, first, it's yeah. a funny, it's always a funny thing where they're like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, how did that happen? And also like I had a chin strap, like I had no facial hair. I like, I had acne. I didn't have like uh, my hair was short. It, yeah. it was just like, dude, this guy. Yeah. I mean, his whole purpose is to be big. Yeah. In, in that picture. And I just, it's always very enjoyable to like yeah. see people's faces. Matter of fact, the last time we recorded at my, at my house before I sold it for the, I think it was summer. And that's the first time you'd met my girlfriend, Ariel. Yeah. And and you showed her that picture. And so it was funny because it's like, because she was like, wow, like, yeah, you like lost a bunch of weight. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever, you look good. Um, to finish up on linebackers, uh, William Mohan, um, 
I don't think I'm like breaking news. Like he wasn't practicing today. No. Still weird because he still is a smaller guy, but like last year he brought the wood, like he's still young. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be a good special teams guy for us for years to come. And then hopefully get a chance to maybe see the field yeah. or, or whatever. But, but linebackers, like I said, very status quo, but um, let's, uh, let's see if they try to add anybody else at, at the end of spring or if they're going to roll with, boys they had last year you know yeah like i I said last year's boys are fine they're just not they're not great i'm I'm just i would like them to get a solidified two like i think they got there by the end of the season the beginning of the season last year the rotation and then guys got hurt and then there was more rotation it's like linebacker is not a position you should be rotating all the time you know what i want what i wish jeremy banks was our two i wish we had some guy that, that two, uh, yeah. I meaning, meaning, I wish we had a dog that like it was coming in from a transfer or from a juco. Who oh, some, yeah. you know, in my fantasy world, that's you know, six three, two forty runs great. And it's mm-hmm. like that's that's a dude, mm-hmm. and then that's a, a badass who's going to be, you know, maybe a first three or four rounds in the NFL draft draft pick. And yeah. so that Jeremy Banks or Juwan Mitchell comes back, you mm-hmm. put them on the side of him. Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy Banks, no offense to the kid. Like, I love how he plays. He he should not be our best linebacker in the S. Like, on our – like, yeah. he's, he's a tackling machine. He's a good player. But I'm saying, like, to get where we want to get and be imposing, like, he's not a Georgia linebacker. He's not a Bama linebacker. He's not even a Florida linebacker. Yeah, how would you – for the people listening who don't, I guess, like, really get the, like, the linebacker side of things, like, how would you describe him versus – like, who was that? Uh, Georgia, like CJ Mosley, who was at Georgia, Alabama, was or Al- Mosley, Alabama, yeah. uh, Dante Hightower's Dante Hightower, Rolanda McLean, yeah, yeah, um, or Roquan Smith at Georgia, yeah, or even yeah, like, I mean, or even like AJ Johnson at Tennessee, yeah, and it was so funny. I'll be the first to admit, like, I couldn't stand AJ Johnson when he was at UT because I felt like he was overrated, overhyped. I felt like we weren't a good team, and so it was like. I felt like yeah, he doesn't deserve an All-American. We're not a good team. We won five games. Right. And like every time I saw him, I felt like he was chasing somebody from down from behind and like sling tackling him. Like he wasn't fitting him in the whole Gerard Mayo style or making a great open field tackle. Like, yeah, but I'll give AJ credit. Like he's with Vic Fangio. He's done really well in the NFL. Like he's what we thought he could have been at UT. But yeah, what I mean by with, with Jeremy Banks, like he's just not – he it's it's very easy to say he's he's good, he's not great. And I feel like in the SEC, if you want to be great, like you gotta have some great linebackers, just like mm-hmm. you have some you gotta have some good edge rushers. Yeah, you know, you gotta have to have those. That that's the thing we're saying is like we want to go from here, we're trying to go here. Yes, exactly. And it's, so it's, it's 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 the Georgia, Florida, Bama, like yeah, beating them. We can right. beat the shit out of South Carolina, Missouri all we want. Right. But we we gotta pop that bubble, break that glass, and get over. Yes. Yes. Those other teams. Yes. And being a lot of status quo is double-edged swords. That's a good thing because we had a better season, much better season than maybe we expected last year. Yep. And you want to grow on that. All these yep. guys are going to get bigger, stronger, faster, better at football, better in the system. Yeah. And so it really is going to be up to recruiting in this year and next year to really see how we can look, you know, years to come. But – that's the same thing with the DBs. And I'll start talking about the DBs and, and the only one good nugget I saw today that I was excited to see 
and this could change because like half the DB room is not practicing. That's, that's, that's a fact. Like we're not telling anything like no. Kamal Haddon, who I still love, like he wasn't practicing today, like his energy, his infectiousness, like yeah. that's the type of guy that I want to play with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like Brandon Turnage wasn't practicing. Warren Burrell was not ta- practicing. What you know what's really funny about Warren Burrell is I saw him talking to Alante today, and it's so funny how those two look so different. Like yeah. Alante looks like an NFL guy. He looks mature. He looks physical. Like Warren's like me and you, like poor baby face. Yeah. You know, he's a senior. He's a baby face. He just doesn't look as physically as Alante does. Yes. Um, but we're so deep there that, like I just said, so whether it's Warren Burrell, Brandon Turnage, Kamal Haddon, Rucker, who had to play a bunch and got baptized in the Purdue game, <laughs> Romello Edwards, uh, Christian Charles, uh, whatever. Like, there's we have so so many DBs, and I probably just missed a few. But the one, and like I said, this might just be for spring. Yeah, and they might pull him back. But they had Trayvon Flowers playing the star. Uh huh. They had Tate McCullough still back at safety, and yeah. they had my dude Tamarian McDonald back back at safety. So our two back safeties were Tamarian and Tank, and then you had um, Trayvon Flowers playing that star and Trayvon looked good today. Like he looked like he'd gotten a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And the reason I noticed him is he was catching punts and he caught a punt and came running by us. And I see the number one, I'm like, damn, like he looks good. And I was like, that has to be Trayvon flowers. Like I immediately, at first I was like, is this a new receiver that I don't know about? Exactly. But then I was like, Oh, that is Trayvon. And like, he looked good. Like good sized kid. Like tank looks about the same as last year. Like I'm just saying Trayvon. Maybe. Like, I don't mind tank at a free safety. You know, and the thing for me is, like, I like the fact that Trey's playing up. You know, Danico Slaughter wasn't again today. So, I just feel like as you – Willie Martinez is feeling really good about because he has options, mm-hmm. and, he, and and that's even – he's still going to have options even if one or two are injured. Exactly. But, but yeah, so, like, and I just feel like Tamarian McDonald's could potentially be good enough that, like, he could unseat one of those guys at the back end and – move, like I said, Trey up. Maybe you put Kamal Haddon and Warren Burrell and Brandon Turns on the outsides. I even told you from when I saw Brandon Turns last year, I do think he is more of an outside corner. Yeah. I could be completely wrong because he did step in last year, had 10 plus tackles, 11 plus tackles when Theo went out. Yep, and he kind of has, and he kind of has that same body frame and whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, DB's, I think it's like, I mean, it's a testament to Willie that these guys are able to play multiple positions as DBs. Like, you really do see it as, like, usually you're specific, you're this corner, you you know, that's what you're doing. Guys get a little older, like in the NFL, then they move to safety, stuff like that. It's like, you're always a safety. You're just going to be a strong safety. That's what you are. But these guys are like, no, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the nickel. I can also be an outside corner. I can also back up to be safety if you need me to. Like, that is almost so much more valuable than just having multiple people. It's like having multiple people that play multiple positions adds so much more to it. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and it's it's a great thing to have because, unfortunately, injuries are always going to happen. Yeah. They're, they're a part of the sport. Yeah. You want competition, and you want to be able to know, like, you got a Joe Milton who's a really good practice player. And then you put him out there in the lights and things don't happen. You got to be able to replace him. So what if some of these DBs are like, 
you know, they get out there and they're just not as good and you got to give another guy a chance and give them another opportunity. So I'll be very excited to see who our starting DBs are next year besides, you know, Trayvon and, and, and Tank. Yeah. Um, you know, or do one of those guys get unseated? You know, does Christian Charles, like I said, make a start? Because they had, if I'm not mistaken, they had Christian Charles playing corner today compared mm. to, you know, safety last year. So, um, yeah, I mean, defense, a lot of status quo. Defensive backs should be exciting. I'll, I'll be excited to see how that plays out because, I, like I said, as a player, I don't know how you were, but, like, as a player, the, like, you almost feel unworthy if you're not a starter. It's a it's a complete game changer. Yeah. Now, these guys, these guys, like, I guess maybe at running back, I still want to be the starter, but, like, I still got to get my head out of my ass and not be down and upset that I'm not the starter because you're going to play a lot. Yeah. Same thing with receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I don't see Walker Merrill probably starting this year, but, like, a guy like him, like, he, he's got to be ready because he's probably going to get reps. No. Or or whether it's, you know, is Callaway going to be starting or is he not? Like, is, is you know, Hall, you know, so it's like those all those guys have to still be ready. But, like, as a defensive back or a linebacker, like, you know you want to start because – you're there to play and you want the PT. Well, that's that, those are the positions is DB and offensive line. You don't rotate. Right. You don't rotate DB. Even though they did rotate a lot. Even of though they last, did, but like year, you which, usually don't because you're like, you're my best DB. I need you to cover their best receiver. Correct. Like you're not coming out. Correct. And offensive lines the same way. I mean, when I first got redshirted, like I had that dilemma in my head, like, oh, this is the first year of my life. I'm not going to be playing football. Like since I was eight, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm practicing football. I'm not playing. Right. So that was very much like something you have to really kind of go in your head of like, uh, okay. Like I have to get used to that for this year. And it just drove me so much more once the next year came and the year after that, I was like, any way I can get on the field. You want to be jumbo package? I'll be jumbo package. I'll be extra tight end. I'll play field goal. I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Right. I just want to be able to play. Um, so sometimes it gives guys drive. Other times, woe is me. Why am I the one that's Correct. not starting? Correct. You know, I'm so much better than everybody else, and they leave. Yeah. And it, it I mean, it ruins a lot of guys' careers leaving and, and just – being so full of themselves. I but. mean, it, it can absolutely be a, you know. Because I feel like there are certain situations. I always, I'm more cautious. I'm on the side of like, don't transfer, stay, fight your way through it. Right. But you there know. are scenarios like a Joe Burrow where it's like, you just got to go. The reason why Joe Burrow didn't start at Ohio State is because he broke his hand. He was yeah. he was competing against a guy in training camps, uh, I think Cardell at that point, and broke his hand. Yeah, and Cardell started, and they won twelve games. Right, and it's like I'm not taking this guy out. We just won twelve games. Right, Joe's in a spot where he's like, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do in practice that's going to make me better than this guy that did all that stuff in games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's in 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 life goes so quick and changes so quick so you never know. Like one minute you're not the starter or one minute you are the starter and and then and then you're not. Whether yeah. it's cuz of injury, you don't play well, whatever. Like these coaches they have to each week like they have to be ready to play the best people and so yeah, I you know it it's that that competition's it's going to be fierce for for those guys and to see what happens, but 
for me, uh, to wrap, we didn't talk as long, like I said, because a lot of stuff was status quo. And instead of being able to really break down a practice or break down like a game. Which like, is why we wanted that practice. practice yeah, because because then we can tell you more about these one-on-ones and stuff. And um, my biggest thing for all the newbies was for the guys that were there, the early enrollees. Yep. Everyone that I saw looks the part. Which is a big part of it. Which is a big part. They look the part. They move well. They look – like I said, Chase Nimrod, Caleb Webb, they look good. They look like pretty good receivers. You know, uh, Justin Williams-Thomas looks like a good running back, good-sized kid. Addison Nichols, Grant. Addison Nichols. I mean, Addison Nichols looks absolutely like everything that was advertised. Yes. Like, that's why he's a blue-chip, four-star. Everyone wants him. Yep. You know, um, um, you know Tyree West, Jordan Phillips, look good. Look the part. Look the part. They're you know they're already in there. They're already mixing it up. Like this is that that stuff's huge. And then we still have the other freshmen that aren't on campus yet with like our big two edge rushers that we need to see in fall. Yep. So it's like everything that I can say from 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 today was was very positive. Like it it's, it, it was a very very positive thing to be like. We've come this far, and the freshmen that we have added and the players that we have. Yes. I mean, the defensive podcast from last spring was so down. And, like, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. It was so bad watching that defense. And, you know, it's so funny. That's the first thing I I think I've already said this on one of the – or on the first one, the offense. But, like, that's what I said to Scott Altizer. We're standing there talking before we leave, and I'm like, dude, in a year – he, and he goes, I know. And he goes, you know, the coaches maybe don't see it or they don't feel that way yeah. because they're in it. And I said, no, I totally get that. Because, like, when you are in something every day, you just, you're just you just going, you're going. But, like, as an, but like as an outsider, yep. I mean, I walked in and I was like – I was like <laughs> – You know, I'm like, like whoa. Is, like, what like, is this team? I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, yeah. this is what a program started to look like. So, anyways, um, I, I, unfortunately, I don't feel like we gave you guys – as many nugs as we were hoping or you all were hoping. Um, yeah, I, I I wish I would have gotten a chance to see more of technique of these guys. To be like, hey, that linebacker needs to work on his hips more. Right. Or, hey, that offensive lineman has trouble with his punch. Or defensive lineman can work on his spin move. You know, right. those right. little things that or give or, practice. Or, or give cool, like, hey, this guy whipped this guy. Or, like, this guy. Yeah, yeah like, know. I saw this dude just – throw an offensive lineman and be able to say that. So Juwan Mitchell had uh shoulder surgery, which is what I thought it was. I did not think it was an ACL. So shoulder surgery. Yeah. So we're just all wrong. <laughs> so, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully he'll be back. So I mean, hopefully you guys it. made it to the end of the podcast and listened to how we corrected ourselves and yeah. you aren't commenting saying you guys are idiots. You're not paying attention, blah, 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 blah. But I got a lot going on. Okay. I was just trying to pay attention to all the other linebackers out there. <laughs> We do our best. Do our best, people. Uh, Big Latrell, Bumpus. I'm going through this. Uh, I'm just sitting here scrolling through the the roster. The roster. Uh, I did not see Big Latrell out there today. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I didn't see him. Um, man, I just see Jalen Hyatt here. I don't know what the's going on with him. Oh, uh, either. Uh, yeah, who knows? Anyways, um, hope we hit what you guys wanted us to hit. Answer what you guys want. If we didn't, just leave in the comments. Leave in the honestly, comments or or, or Twitter. Twitter or, yeah, and we'll, and we'll answer it the best we can. Yeah, seriously. It, 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 I mean, sometimes I mean that's why you put that tweet out the night 
before. It's just like sometimes we're not sure exactly what you guys are looking for. Um, so, yeah, just let us know. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, um, and watch all the content we got coming out. If you're on the podcast platforms, follow, rate, and review. Helps so much. Share with everyone. Tell them, hey, you should watch this podcast. They break down the spring practice. Hey, you should watch this podcast. They have good interviews. Like, please, sharing word of mouth very much helps. Um, and if you want to reach out to us, follow us on social media. Uh, Twitter is Believe in Tennessee for our main account. Uh, at rbacon26 for Reed. At Kyler Kerbison on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the same. Uh, so we always have fun on there. And if you're wanting to reach out to us, just call or email. We have a phone number, 865-322-9232. And email, believe in gmail.com. So feel free to reach out there. Um, and just, yeah, appreciate you guys. As always, go Vols. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.